0: And I'm Sonia. And this is what we like. Yeah! (laughs) I live my life unapologetically. I do.
1: It could be petty, because I have a petty spirit. And my petty spirit is live and well. Hey, Sonia. Hey, Cindy. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I am excited that seems like summer is going to take a break and it's cooling off just a little bit. Not that I'm complaining, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, because I don't want the weather guys to take that the wrong way and send me some, another snowmageddon or something. So I'm I'm good, but it is cooling off a bit. I, I'm sure you can't say the same in, where you are.
0: No, I think our high today
1: is in the mid 80s. Oh, wow! So, needless to say, you probably still have your summer clothes out.
0: Oh, the the summer clothes stay out year round. Yeah.
1: <laughs> See, I would like that for weather purposes. But then for fashion purposes, I like my boots, my sweaters, my coats. And so I would have to have a little bit of cool weather so that I can wear that that half of my closet.
0: Yeah, I'm transitioning out of those articles <laughs> of clothing.
1: <laughs> I might need to come range your closet then and get some Sweaters and some scarves Because so, you won't need them So I might need to take those off your hands No, I won't <laughs> Okay, well we can jump right into this week's car chatter And I know you know last week We kind of talked about the Amber Geiger um, trial And her sentencing And then shortly after that A couple of days after that I think The one of the witnesses Joshua Brown was killed did you hear about that I did yeah I thought that was and of course you know everybody had different theories or whatever and I think over the last couple of days they came back and said it was like a drug deal gone wrong or he owed some drug dealers or something having to do with you know a drug deal now My conspiracy theory hat says I'm calling bull on that. But, you know, (laughs) but I'm always in conspiracy theory mode. So I'm calling bull because it was just seems like a coincidence that he was on the stand or whatever. And now we have, you know, he comes up dead over a finger quote, bad drug deal but you That's know it me. it
0: was said that he was hesitant or did not want to testify because he was quote unquote in hiding and right he he didn't want to be in the public eye he didn't want to be in the public view because of some disagreements or something going on with someone he didn't want his where, a whereabouts to be known yeah
1: i'll give it i'll give it that like i said i'm always take on and off my little conspiracy theory hat so that was just a second of no I that think I that was right,
0: everybody's honey. thought initially
1: yeah yeah but um, well condolences to his his family I know that was a hard decision for him if he was you know in hiding and all of that and he felt like something like this would happen I know it was a hard decision for him to come out and Testify, so um, yeah, that's that's a hard one. And then, lastly, for car Chatter, um did you? I'm sure you've seen because it's been in the the news a lot about Matt Lowry. And I I
0: did <laughs> that whole yeah that uh, about his open that, letter. Yes,
1: yes, that was kind of rough that I don't know and I'm still trying to get the whole story to read everything his letter and then her response and um but it there was a lot of things not blame um victim blaming or anything just questions that I have just from reading and maybe I need to read more but she said even after the alleged rape or sexual assault that they continue to have sexual relations. You know, she still has sex with him afterwards. And so uh, that part was just a little confusing to me, but she said it wasn't a relationship.
0: More transactional.
1: Um, more transactional. And for me, and again, I'm not victim blaming. I'm just asking questions. I don't know what
0: that would mean. Like... And what did you think about his statement in that a lot of these relationships were consensual and and granted he was cheating on his wife but a lot of people came out and started blaming him or accusing him of sexual assault because they were trying to protect their families, their relationships, their careers didn't want to be known as having cheated on their boyfriends or husbands or what have you?
1: Well, I mean, that, yeah. So see, that's what I'm saying. There's so many questions. And of course, anytime you ask questions out loud, people assume that you're blaming the victim. But I think a, a person, both of their lives, are being changed so drastically from this situation that it warrants asking questions on both sides. Like, we just can't believe him and, and say, no, it didn't happen. But we also just can't take her word for it just because she's a woman. We can't take his word for it just because he's a man. Like, we have to ask questions and... You know, try to get to the bottom of it. And we may never know what really happened.
0: That's you know, true. Because... And I, and of course, we're not intimately involved in the situation. Right. But we can't just automatically say what he said is not true because we do know things like that have happened before. But then right. I also and I guess it's because of the new charges. But then I was wondering why is he coming forth with this open letter and he not just let it die down, but then on the other side of it is can you blame a person for trying to defend themselves?
1: Right, and that was my thought. Like, maybe he is just trying to defend himself because it's hard to listen to something like that without responding. I guess, and especially if if it wasn't true, which I'm not saying it's not, but I'm saying if I felt like something was not true, it would really be hard for me not to respond to somebody and say, oh, well, I'm just going to let that die down because I'd want to say, hey, that's not how this happened again, but we'll never probably know 100% who's telling the truth because you know, none of us were were there, so... I'm hoping that the truth will come, come out. Probably for not. Whoever say, <laughs> you're right.
0: You know, right. there was one more that I wanted to get your opinion on. And it's uh, Amanda Seals and her um, <laughs> displeasure, I guess, of being not allowed or put out of a party.
1: I didn't hear this one. Fill me in. She
0: has done a few rants uh, about this. And, 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 and I think her biggest thing was what she kept going back to is the fact that this was a black event, a black party. And she was not allowed entry and got in and was escorted out.
1: Well, why was she... Escorted out. What what was the reason? Well, that basically,
0: she was it was the the person that was having okay. the party, and this is somebody that works for Issa Rae. Her manager, okay. production, someone that works with Issa Rae. I have to verify uh, what she actually does for her, but she just basically doesn't like Amanda Seals. Oh. And apparently, they had okay. had an issue before at this event last year. So Amanda knows the lady doesn't like her. And Amanda admitted that she had had a conversation with Issa that, hey, your assistant or whoever she is to Issa, Amanda said, she's just not very nice to me. And Amanda says that Issa's reply was, okay, well, that's between you guys. You guys have to work that out. And that was it. Well, Amanda Seals was not personally invited to the party. Uh, an invited guest invited Amanda. Well, oh, okay. All right.
1: First off, <laughs> if I'm not invited and someone invites me to go as their plus one, that's fine because usually if you allow people to have a plus one or plus two, you don't know who, you probably don't know who they're bringing. But however, if you knew already that there was an issue and you're using the fact that you're someone's plus one to get in, then that kind of fall back on you. So if you get put out, then, I mean, what did you expect? I wouldn't want to go to a party where I'm not invited or I know that someone there doesn't want me to be there. And if she talked to Issa Rae and she said, hey, that's between the two of you, then, I mean, it's still between the two of you. And if if you and the girl haven't squashed it before the party, then I wouldn't go. Because if I knew that this was a problem last year, it's probably still a problem unless we've addressed it. And you said, hey, girl, it's squash. Come on to the party. So that was kind of on her.
0: Like, and I think you, she you... she highlighted the point a couple times that it was a black party and it was after this event. And she just of course, she said it was embarrassing. Right. So here's the thing. I listen to
1: her podcast and just from her podcast and her, um, her rants about people for certain things, I can see where she's not the most likable person, you know? Um, so I can, you know, I can probably see where somebody says, no, I'm, I'm not feeling her. You know, I don't want to be bothered with her at the party. And I can see her getting put out and then maybe making a scene. I, I, me personally, I just wouldn't go. If somebody doesn't want me there, I don't care if it's an all-black folks party in Atlanta kind of thing. If I wasn't invited or if someone says, hey, you can come with me but I know the person giving the party or the person involved with giving the party doesn't want me to be there. I'm not going because I know this is going to end badly for me. You know, like it's going to end badly for me. I think what happens though, a lot of times people who are not so nice or whatever, they don't see themselves that way. Right. So when people don't come to their rescue or, you know, like her cast didn't come to her rescue or whatever. You know, they see it like, you know, well, woe is me kind of thing. No, if you're not a nice person, chances are people not going to be there for your defense, especially if they're putting themselves on the line to help you, you know, and then you're not a nice person, you know. So I can see where... You know, people will be like, no, I'm good on her, you know, because she doesn't come across, she doesn't come across all the time as a person who loves her, loves men. Like sometimes it seems a little men bashing to, her, you know, some of her stuff that she rants about. Like, yeah. And I don't listen to her podcast all the time. Like I'll listen to bits and pieces, but that's just what I gather from you know, her podcast and, like, her Instagram rants and, you know,
0: that kind of thing. I've seen it a couple times, and I'm like, okay, are we still talking about this? You you didn't get in. Like, okay. And and I agree with you. Yeah. I just, that would be a party that I just would not have gone to. It's just that simple. Right. This lady, Vanessa, was throwing the party. And I, I'm not going to say it was just solely her event, but she was involved enough to grant or deny entry. So if I knew that I had had words with this person in the past and I knew that we had not come together and squash whatever differences we had, no, even if I had a plus one, I would say, no, Vanessa and I don't see eye to eye. We're not in a good place right now. So it's best if I don't go right and, uh, unless you right. call Vanessa and have a conversation and verify that it's going to be all good when you get there
1: right and that's what I would want to do to cut back on the embarrassment because I'm sure it was embarrassing but you brought this on yourself <laughs> I was getting you ready to say up. that
0: you brought it on yourself and you she know. probably felt like she was above having a conversation with Vanessa beforehand But it could have eliminated the whole situation.
1: Yep. If you really wanted to go that bad and it was that important to you, then pick up the phone. Call her. Shoot her a text, an email or something. Have your people call her people. Whatever. But I would not show up in my sunday best thinking <laughs> i'm going to get in with the paparazzi and everybody there and everybody with their camera phones and all of that ready to tweet and retweet about how i got put out the party
0: and you know so, i my, you know? i heard about it because she did a, a live about it so i may not have seen or heard about it had she not done that so she put more well, light on it she-
1: she probably did a lot about it because she felt like she had been wronged. But really and truly, you were probably the offender. <laughs> you know? You're the one who did wrong. You weren't invited. So, you know, you your friend, you, you should have told your friend, hey, look, I can't go. I would love to, but me and Vanessa don't get along. And, yeah, I'm not trying to do that to myself. I would just stay home and Ask my friend to send me pictures and tell everybody hello. <laughs> so, all right. Well, anyway, I guess we can get right into this week's topic. So I, um, I thought this was pretty good. Saw this somewhere. So you and a friend, and friend is in finger quotes, you two hang out, but you also have sex. So are you in a relationship or more like a situationship or what do you feel? Like if you hang out with a guy, like you, you hang out on the weekends, probably a couple of weekends a month, but sometimes you come home, you Netflix and chill, you know, do you feel like you're in some sort of relationship
0: or you just good with, you know, the way it is? I've said multiple times that, most of my relationships evolve into relationships without having the conversation. But I think that Uh we know when we're in a relationship, a monogamous relationship where it's just the two of us and it's, or if it's a situationship or a friends with benefits type situation where we hang out, we have fun. We also have sex but we're not in a monogamous relationship. I don't think that you can just right. assume because you're having sex with someone that you're in a relationship with that person. Right. Right. And
1: I know I probably say this every other episode, but I, I agree with you. And I think, again, age plays a part in this. Because when, it, when I was in my younger years, I might would have assumed that because we were having sex, that we have evolved into some sort of relationship. Um, Now I feel like I can, we we can kind of gauge between each other when we've crossed the line into a relationship or we're just enjoying each other's time and, occasionally that time is spent in the bedroom you know but we're not in a relationship or whatever and I don't know that conversations are always had like we're monogamous or whatever I think sometimes you feel that out but I wonder if that's always a good thing and should conversations be had so that everybody knows that they're In the same space, you know, because what if I think we cross that line, but he's still in friends with benefits or situationship and I'm over here in full blown. He's my man kind of
0: relationship mode. Yeah, (laughs) I I think that uh, along with that, the age thing and even more so than that is it's a maturity thing. Because even some people in our age group, and I've known some that have had these type of relationships, and then the the lady thinks that they are in a relationship, and the guy is just still thinking that we're hanging out. And we both know more times than not, I think, there is not a conversation about... Right. Let's now be in a monogamous relationship. But I think sometimes you can gauge that. Like if we started out being friends or we started out doing what we do and we've kind of moved into a place where I'm seeing you and you're seeing me and we're together a lot uh, and, and you have access to my place, I have access to your place and we're coming and going and stopping by, dropping off with no prior notice. Those things can kind of lead to, okay, well, we're in a relationship. But I do think that if right. there's ever a question in your mind, you should question <laughs> right? And, and and see where we are if you don't know. and Because and, I think yeah. a lot of things are implied. But if you right. feel like you're in a place, but the vibes that you're getting from the other person feels like they're not in the same place that you're in, then that's when you need to have a conversation. Agreed.
1: <coughs> I I agree. Um, I, I think I listen to younger people because I have daughters who are younger and I have a 21-year-old. And the different stages that they, you know, that a relationship evolves from, you know, we just met, to talking, to dating, to like all these different, you know, steps and levels. You know, I asked her where they, do they have conversations at every level? And, you know, she said, no, sometimes it's just understood and then sometimes, you know, he'll say, okay, we're just dating, you know, to to make sure. But they have so many different levels. And I told her when I was her age, we went from, hey, we met to dating to now we in a full blown relationship. Like they have so many different levels and steps to, um, but I think though that, yeah, you should have a conversation if you have any questions about what's going on and so that led to something else can women deal with um friends with benefits can we handle that without um like if the man wants to stay in that zone can we handle just being friends with benefits Or do we always want it to evolve?
0: I don't think that women always want it to evolve. I think men think women always want that to evolve. I think women can handle a friends with benefits relationship just as much as a man can. And some women can handle it more so than the man. I mean, it likes to be said that women can't handle that because society makes us believe or wants us to believe that sex is more emotional for women. And more physical for men. And I've come to a point. Where I think that that's not. A blanket statement. For men and for women. It's about the individual person. Because for some men. It's emotional. For some women. It's physical.
1: Right. Right. I agree. I think women can handle it. And again. I think it's a maturity level. And you have to go into it knowing what's happening. And if that's not what you're looking for, for from the beginning, you need to express that,
0: man or woman. But, but even if I you're okay with I that think... at the beginning, it could change somewhere down the line. And still, that it's that's true. fine because things change. You can walk into it and we're friends with benefits. We just do what we do and we go about our business and then maybe six months, a year later, you want something more. You're completely fine. fine with wanting more, but you need to have a conversation because that's not how you started. Exactly.
1: And I, I think for either man or woman, that's where the the issues and the problem comes in is because someone may change their feelings, like you said, which is perfectly fine, but it doesn't get expressed and talked about and so one person is just left out here with these feelings and want to change and they think because they've arrived that now I want to be in a relationship the other person person should have or has too and that that doesn't always you know that doesn't always happen you don't always arrive there at the same time and that's okay
0: and you both may not arrive there at all (laughs) that's true
1: And I think that's what has to happen is communication when you're doing that kind of relationship is, or whatever it is, should, that should be on the forefront. Like that is really important. So if I ever feel like I can't do this friends with benefit thing, I want to be able to come and talk to you about it and, you know. We see where we can go from there. So that leads to something else. If you're in a friends with benefit relationship and you decide, I'd like to take this somewhere else and I want to explore a relationship. And he says, well, I don't want to go any further. I'm cool right here. What do you do then? And then if you decide, well, we just go back to being friends, no benefits. Can we
0: do that after we've had sex? Oh, I think you can definitely be friends with someone after you've had sex. And as far as one person wanting the relationship and the other wanting to stay in the situationship, you have to make a decision, am I okay with this? And a lot of times, some people may be okay with it, but then their options are, again, open for someone who wants what they right. want. And when they find someone who wants what they want, then they may cut that situationship off. Or other people feel like, "Okay, I want this, you want that. There's no use in continuing. Let's be done with it." Right.
1: Yeah. I think um I think you can definitely be friends after you've had sex with someone. I I have people that I men that I consider good friends, and we have had sexual relations, and we're just friends. Would never go back to that space ever, ever, ever again. <laughs> but we're we're friends, and I know a lot of people think that you can't be friends with someone that you've had sex with, but. I feel just the opposite. I feel like that person, I've been intimate with that person. And so that person knows me, you know, enough that I had sex with them. So we we should be able to be friends. And I can say that most of my relationships started with some type of friendship, true friendship. And then we evolved into having sex and relationship or whatever and so for me it's easy to go back to the friendship because that's where where I started and I think that's what makes it easy to go back if you started as you know true friends I like having my ex'es as friends <laughs> it makes it easy emotionally you're not walking around mad and negative right. and all of that just you know, I I think I think it's a good thing to have them as friends. So, so what's your takeaway from? Can men and women um be in a friends with benefit kind of relationship? And are you in a relationship if you're
0: doing just friends with benefits? What's your takeaway? It, it's a it's a sense of it is a relationship it's not a monogamous relationship where you are committed to each other and no one else. I think maybe we consider that along the lines of a situationship or friends with benefits type situation. I think that both men and women can handle it, but then there are some men and women that can't handle it. I don't think it's, especially in today's times, it's a gender thing to think that women can't handle that type of relationship. So I think that it's out there. We both do it, both meaning men and women. And I think that friendships can be evolved after those relationships. But when it changes for one or the other, a conversation needs to be had.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Well, I think that's a good place to stop. And then now we can go right into Ratchet Recap. And I thought we would talk today about the Basketball Wives, the first episode of the
0: reunion. Let me clarify. Okay, last week when we talked about it, and your question to me was, did I agree with Shawnee not inviting OG to the last dinner? For some reason in my mind, I was thinking that you were talking about the reunion, <laughs> and not inviting her, inviting her to the reunion. I wasn't thinking about uh-huh. not inviting her to the last lunch or dinner, whatever it was, on their trip. So when I saw it, I'm like, okay, I do think that that was a bit mean-girlish. And, and I know at the time yeah. I said, well, I don't think she was wrong. I think that was mean-girlish. I think that it's is, is evident that She doesn't like OG, but I I don't see how that was any different from Malaysia and Phoebe not liking Jackie or, uh, you know, any of the other, other situations like that. And in that sense, I'm like, right. Have a meal, then go on your way. And if it's that bad, then she should have not been invited on the trip like Jennifer. Right.
1: And I, I agree for the dinner. I thought that was you know, like, you know, throwing around your weight that you're the big dog and so you can make the decision. You invited her on the trip and so you might as well finish it out. If it was, if it turned bad, then it turned bad. You all go back and you go about your, you know, your daily lives. But you did invite her on the trip. So then to invite her and then not invite her on the last you know, thing. And like you said, they she wasn't the only one beefing with somebody. Other people were beefing with other people, so um, I just thought that that was wrong. And then, you know, fast forward to the reunion <clears throat> when it was a situation about they want OG to sit in another, you know, um, area because they didn't want, they felt threatened, finger quote, or she was too aggressive. Let's be clear, Malaysia picked up a whole table. How many times has Evelyn thrown wine bottles and glasses and ran across tables with her bare feet and all the stuff that that she's done? Jackie even has been aggressive and you know threatened to fight. So, not that I'm a fan of OG personally, I. Wouldn't have invited her. Period. I just don't, you know, feel for her. But what's the difference? What makes her aggression any different than Evelyn or Malaysia? Because Malaysia's been fighting from the well, beginning. Well, the point
0: came up. The question was asked, and and Shawnee did say that. And I also read on social media they said that there were some things that had occurred off camera. that that we didn't know about. Shawnee brought up an instance where OG was trying to physically fight Phoebe and Shawnee kind of stepped in to try to stop her. And she got pushed. That could be part of the reason that Shawnee is not feeling (laughs) OG. But it it looks like OG did try to get physical. But again, it's, so did some of the other ladies so I think it's more than OG's aggression and or or less of her aggression and more of the fact that they just don't like her
1: right and and that's what and, and I say just be honest you know like you just you just really don't care for her that's that's the thing because even if she was aggressive off camera Evelyn has been aggressive on camera several times. And so has Malaysia. When the show first started, Malaysia was fighting. And so it. she's been fighting ever since the show started. Somebody she's been fighting on that show. Physically trying to fight as a grown woman. And so what's, what's the difference? On camera, off camera, what's the difference? Call a thing a th- thing, you know.
0: Shawnee was trying to justify it by saying, okay, it looks like we are you know not being fed to her but you guys are saying that she's not been aggressive or physically aggressive but she has but still it's like they they all have (laughs) so it was even though she was trying to justify the reasoning it still was really no justification because the only thing that she was able to prove that when everybody was saying okay OG is aggressive, but it's just worse. She hasn't done anything. Well, shiny was able to prove that, yeah, she did do something. She did try to physically attack someone. But that's no different than 90% of the cast. <laughs> and they're still sitting right, there. Right,
1: right. And, and that's what I'm saying. Even if like, it's true that she was aggressive, you know? Okay, well, so has I remember Tammy trying to fight and I can't remember the, the girl's name, but Tammy was like terrorizing this girl um, when they went out and they were on some Island or something. And she was basically terrorizing this girl. Like this girl was scared of her and Tammy didn't get kicked off. And they didn't say Tammy had to film in another area or something. So it's just cause you don't like her Now, I will say OG brought up it has something to do with her color. I don't think
0: that was that was a I stretch. Think yeah. had I don't think it had anything it. to do with her color. I think, yeah. I think OG is really really thirsty for some attention and from the limelight yes. because OG left because she wasn't allowed to film with the other ladies, which. I don't blame her. You know, it, it it's a show, we're all on the show, right. we've all done things. If they are allowed to sit on the couch, I should be allowed to sit on the couch. So I don't blame her for leaving. And CeCe being your friend, she decided to leave as well. But then OG comes back. Why? <laughs> she was thirsty right. for the attention. Right.
1: And probably she was not only thirsty for herself, but she trying to get her her man on oh, something. Oh, he looking corny sitting there beside her.
0: And then he wants to go back and forth with the ladies. Not a good look.
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely not a good look. But she's really trying to make a come up some kind of way. And so, however that is, if she have to drag him in, if she have to come back to the couch. But I knew she was going to come back. Because, I mean, she wanted. You could tell how she wanted to be in the limelight so bad. Cece didn't come back. I knew she was gonna come back. No, and that and if I was Cece, I'd be like, "Hold on, we I left because <laughs> of you, and now <laughs> I look up at you on TV. What's going? <laughs> I would be." I would be in my feelings for a minute about that because I'd be like, Oh, I thought we was in some kind of solidarity where we were going to leave. And if they don't want you on stage, girl, I got your back. And then I look up and you done went home, got your boo and <laughs> came back. Like, <laughs> what kind of mess is that? But I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not feeling
0: the whole OGs, oh, you know. Situation. Okay, what about uh, uh Jennifer and her brief back and forth with Shawnee about the rumors of uh Evelyn and, and Shaquille?
1: Oh, okay. I Jennifer is looking like she and I like Jennifer, but she does she is looking like she's you know, like she's telling some <laughs> lies and she, you know, being a little messy. And and I can see where. Shawnee is coming from like if you talk about Shaq, you talk about my kid, my baby daddy, and you know, that kind of thing. But kind of what Jennifer was saying was kind of like, okay, it wasn't like everybody didn't know Shaq was cheating on you. Like
0: Yeah, but that that the was difference kinda, is that Jennifer like... was being <clears throat> messy. She was being spiteful. And it's not that Shaq was cheating with some random girl the issue was that she said it was with evelyn and she knows that evelyn and shawnee are close so saying that Shaq was had a thing going with evelyn is very different than saying he was with just some random girl he met
1: right yeah now i agree with that but so was Evelyn the one who actually started the rumor, or was she the Evelyn? one about herself? Right. I mean, oh. Evelyn. I'm sorry, <laughs> oh, Jennifer. Okay. I'm sorry, Jennifer. Was Jennifer the one that actually started the rumor, or was she kind of just the like facilitator? Was she just spreading it around, taking it from here to there? Well, per Tammy,
0: Jennifer said it. Okay. Yeah, she was. And she, then at the reunion she, she, and, and Jennifer said it wasn't true but at the reunion when it came up and Shawnee said and then you said it wasn't true and then Jennifer comes back with no I didn't say it I, I it wasn't true. So it's like again like what are you doing?
1: <laughs> yeah she just looks like she can't tell she can't tell the truth. Yeah I I like her but I'm, I'm like girl at some point you just have to you know, own up to see like, yeah, I said it. I'm really sorry. I was in my feelings or whatever. But yeah, I said it. I mean, because so many fingers are pointing at you. At some point, you just got to throw your hands up and be like, you got me. I said it. Like, can we deal?
0: with it? Evelyn was on Hollywood Unlocked. And she did say that the the whole idea of bringing Jennifer back was because Jennifer had formed some type of friendship or connection with Tammy. And they kind of came back together as, as being friends because Tammy had said that she would come back, but she would not film with Evelyn. And then Evelyn said after Jennifer had been there and been back and they had been around each other, then they started forming a friendship again. But then all the stuff came back up about her talking about Evelyn's daughter and all of this stuff. So then their friendship went away, and then of course the question came up: You know, why do you let it get you in a place where you react the way that you react? And you know, Evelyn said that this is basically this is my life. This is not scripted. That's what she said. (laughs) And she said. They film, mm-hmm. I think she said, for six or seven months. So she says, imagine being in a situation where you're filming for six or seven months and you're around this person all the time and people are saying stuff. They're saying stuff. They're saying stuff. So she said, sometimes it will get you to that point where you will blow and you've just had enough. And she's saying that is what happened in her situation. And she was disappointed in herself because she felt like she was past that type of behavior. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, I, I get all that, but, and I guess maybe there's more happening behind the scenes or whatever, but it seems like they squashed it and they were trying to work on it and whatever it was going to turn. Maybe they weren't going to be friends like they were before, but they at least said, "Hey, I miss you. I miss you. Let's let's put that behind us." That's what it seemed like they did. And then all of a sudden, it seemed like somebody brought it up, and Evelyn was like, "Oh no, I don't like but her." But do you
0: remember she, when it came you know, up again? And then Jennifer said, "I think," but it was I that didn't. Jennifer, no, State. but Jennifer said, "But I didn't say that." And then Shawnee was like. Okay, but so you're calling me a liar again. So then Evelyn came back to the thing of, okay, Jennifer apologized. I think they were in Seattle, but Jennifer didn't own up to what she had done or didn't really say what she was apologizing for. She just apologized. Whereas I think Evelyn wanted her to own up to what she had said and apologize and to also apologize to her daughter. But when it
1: Well she but 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 when she was there she did say I want to um I want to talk to I forgot her daughter's name. She said I want to talk to her and apologize to her. So she she did acknowledge that I, I, at least that's what I thought I heard and she did say something about um if I said something. But you something can't say if
0: you said something. You know whether or not you talked <clears throat> about Shanice. So don't say if I said something. And and that's one. And then secondly, it came up after that and they were all together. And Jennifer said, But I never said that. And I'm like, Right. Well, aren't we like backtracking? Because I thought we had already acknowledged that you said it and you apologize. Well, here here's here's a couple of things with that
1: though. So at that moment, when Evelyn said, I miss you too, and they hugged and cried it out or whatever, then for me, you have accepted whatever I gave you. And so now we put that in a box and we put it behind us. And now we're moving forward. So you don't get to, in my mind, now you don't get to go home and think about what you should have could have said, and now you want to go back and pull it out the box and we revisit it but again. no if like, if you accepted whatever apology but I but if, if jennifer if so, jennifer
0: after giving an apology says that she did not say what Shawnee said she said, that's an issue. Right. Here's my thing with that, and I th- I think it's it
1: would be an issue. But here's my thing with that. Why are we, as a group, still talking about it? Because what I feel like, because here, here's my thing. Shawnee can be low key, shady, and right. messy, and like she just toss stuff out, and then she wait to see how and where it's gonna blow up, and then she walk off like, oh, "Look at the explosion!" How does she that tries happen? to set herself you apart know, from the rest of she right and she you know but when really she's poured the gasoline and low key through the match and then waiting to see you know what's gonna
0: happen and then she set the matches but I agree with all of that but Jennifer she took it because even if the conversation came Mm -hmm. up again just let it ride don't say anything but for Jennifer to say but I never said that I said that it it just looks shady,
1: uh, and I agree. But here here's where where so I think she was in, and if this is all real life, I think she was in a bad situation. Would I respond and say no? I didn't say that or whatever. Probably not. But I feel I felt like that was an awkward situation. I'm thinking me and you are cool, and then our friend Lisa come back and say. Yeah, what about that time you said something about, you know, Sonya's boyfriend? And I'm like, "Oh my god, I thought I this said something done. about her like,
0: boyfriend and we we worked through that. I apologize. she accepted it, we squashed it and we moved on."
1: And and I I agree. But we talking about Jennifer, she's a little she doesn't know how to own up to That's stuff. a problem. It was just an awkward situation. And I feel like, yeah, she should have responded like that. I probably would have said, why are we still talking about this shit? I already said I'm sorry to her. And, and she already know I said something. I said it. I shouldn't have said it. It was wrong. Let's move on. But, again, we got to put some on Shawnee too. Why are you still talking about it? Let it go. And stop bringing stuff up. And they always, that's why CeCe and Kristen still at odds because the outside forces won't let this stuff die down. Everybody keeps talking and that, about and, it.
0: And we know that. And that's that's the truth across the board. So the people have to understand that and not let the outside forces manipulate them into some bullshit. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And, and I, if you
0: don't like each other, that's know, fine. I but I think that this season after... Jackie and and Malaysia got into it, it was obvious. They didn't care for one another. But they kept it cute. Okay, we can still be in the, how they started calling it, the collective. And we can be amongst each other and not like each other. They just stayed out of each other's way. And I think that's what, what they should do.
1: I really think Jennifer should just let the show go. You know, just let it go and maybe you find something else <laughs> so maybe you get on one of these other reality shows date somebody on you know love uh-uh. and hip-hop or something <laughs> or you know <laughs> something well you know you be seeing these odd couples so you know she come across like she's super classy she could get one of these trap music rappers and she could you know he might turn her world around so she she might need to get on love and hip hop or you know uh Black Ink or something like that. She she might need one of them type dudes. I don't know. It's just a lot of mean girl fighting and
0: and it, and again, it gets messy and they they get <clears throat> yeah. put in these messy situations and then it does spill over because Evelyn ended up filing a restraining order against or trying to get one against og she also filed a lawsuit for defamation but the restraining order was not granted but i guess that the lawsuit is still in play and then og said Uh that phoebe had done it too and phoebe had talked about her color and Phoebe was like no I didn't like my daughter is black my daughter is your color and it's, I think it's beautiful and Phoebe I mean not Phoebe, but Phoebe was like let's be clear I didn't say anything about your complexion I said you were ugly right
1: right I was like okay way to
0: clear that up that was so funny to me Like bitch, I didn't say you were black or talk about your skin tone. I just said you's ugly.
1: (laughs) Right. I'm like, okay, that's that's a good cleanup, you know. (laughs) But I don't think anybody had anything. um, Like she brought up colorism. And then she, uh, during the last episode or the episode before the season finale, she said something about, Evelyn and didn't identify as black or she wanted to be black or something like that and I was like I never got that from Evelyn like I never it's crazy as she acts or whatever I never got that she was trying to be somebody that she's not or she has some feeling about color or race or you know any of that I, I never even thought about that to be honest I never even thought anything other than she was a uh, afro latino or black like you know hispanic or whatever like i never i never thought past that and and then i don't even think she identifies as black i i don't know i don't i never even thought about that until og brought that up so i was like yeah now you make it bad for when that situation really is happening if you just bring it up at yeah, random yeah she was reaching when that's not true you know yeah, because Kristen is dark-skinned. Jennifer is dark-skinned. So, I mean, they may not be the same shade, but they're on the dark. <laughs> side. And darker she said side, Malaysia so... was
0: dark-skinned before she started bleaching.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, but before she said that, and this is be my last statement, but before she said that, I really was looking at Malaysia, and maybe it was her makeup. But I was thinking, you look like you had some facial work done. Not color, but she just looked like maybe her nose had been snipped in a bit or or something. Something looked different about her her face. So, I don't know. Did you notice that... Did she look lighter to you? Because she didn't look like... No, didn't I didn't notice anything, me,
0: anything different about <laughs> Malaysia. I... I don't know. I didn't. I had never thought that she had bleached or anything like that. I didn't notice anything about her nose, but I know, or at least from what they say, the makeup can do a world of difference for a nose.
1: <laughs> yeah. So maybe that's, maybe that's what what it was is just her, you know, makeup or something, but her nose just looked different because I follow her on Instagram and she does a lot of like natural videos where she has no makeup on or, you know, she just blew out her hair, whatever, because she's promoting some products, some hair growing products. And so she doesn't have makeup on sometimes. So she just looked different, but that could be it that, you know, makeup because I don't wear makeup to that extent. I, you know, I don't know a whole lot about makeup so that probably was what it was but I never heard anything about her bleaching her her skin to me so I think OG was just out there mm-hmm. bless her heart <laughs> well I guess we can wrap that up and we'll talk more basketball wise next week
0: bye bye
1: like to share your comments or let us know what you think about the episode, please email us at inc at
0: gmail.com You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at what we Like.
1: Make sure that you guys are doing what you like this week.
0: Because we'll definitely be doing what we like.
1: Bye. Bye.